Welcome back to the Shred Takes Podcast Show. I'm Mike Shredder. And on today's show, I'm going to have two of the close buddies of mine on the podcast. Before I get them into the podcast in a few minutes, I just want to break down for you basically what my initial impressions are of the NBA and what I kind of think about it so far. So what I think about the NBA so far is that the NBA hasn't been that great. The games weren't that competitive. You look at Christmas Day, for example, none of the games were um, below double digits. And I think the NBA right now has not been that great. You see some players are looking a little rusty. Um, Teams like Brooklyn look really good. Uh, The Lakers look kind of lethargic at times, even though they looked really good against Dallas. Against the Clippers, they didn't look too good. Um, The Clippers look actually pretty good right now. Um, Hopefully Kawhi Leonard's okay. When I heard it's eight, it was eight stitches in the laceration of his of his mouth by that was done by Serge Ibaka against the Nuggets. So from all that stuff, I just don't think the, really the NBA has been that great so far. I think that a lot of there's been a lot of high scoring games, but necessarily there's not necessarily been good defense. And that's just my opinion. I think that you see a lot of players are taking a little time to get back, and you can definitely see this layoff is a little too quick. And that's kind of where I go with it. And on the next segment of the show, I'm going to have Dan Schlackman and Will Phelan, both on the, they've been on the podcast before, really early on. So it's going to be good to have them come back and discuss some of this stuff. So I'll have that when we come back on the show. Welcome back to the show. So here is two guests of mine. They were on earlier, actually the first two episodes of my podcast way back in April. So Dan Schlackman and Will Phelan. So Dan's going to be a sophomore and Will's going to be a junior. Um, just going to talk, you know, just NBA, NFL stuff with them, but let's just jump right into them because they're Boston fans. So initial impressions for you guys on your Boston Celtics through two games. I love the way the Celtics look. Um, I love Jalen Brown um, and I love Jason Tatum. I think that they're going to look good. They're, they're not going to win this year by any means, I don't think, but um, I like where we're at. We got a bunch of young guys who can really play. Um, we have a solid team. It's going to be fun to watch. Probably not going to win any championships this year, but they're going to be fun enough to watch. And then in the future, we have a bright future. So I'm happy with it. I think the addition of Tristan Thompson too is huge just because he can guard all five positions. And like, I don't know, we needed a big, I was really hoping that we would trade Gordon Hayward for like Miles Turner or something. Cause he's, I don't know, the NBA is now, like, uh, back-to-basketball players, like, one in a million, and a good one at that. Uh, everyone seems to just want to stretch it all the time. And Tristan Thompson, like, yeah, he can't really shoot, but he's really mobile for a big. Um, good in pick and roll. Like, Ennis Cantor was not good in pick and roll, but um, shit offensive rebound, and Tristan Thompson's, like, second in the league in offensive rebounds last year or something like that. You know, there's, like, four or five. Um so I really like him. And like the fact that Jason Tatum's now like 6'10 is disgusting. <laughs> so it, that, that'll, uh, um, him and JB are also, they'll, they complement each other real well. So you're right. I don't, Will's right. I don't think that we're going to beat the Bucks anytime soon or anything like that. Even though the Bucks did not look good against the Warriors at all. But, the, Bucks mean, the Bucks suck this year. The, Bu- the Bucks suck. The Bucks are the Nets. The Bucks are the Nets. Or, or the Nets are the Nets. Beat. And that's yeah, we have no shot beating, but yeah, no, no chance. That was evident in last game, but um, yeah, like I, I have, I think we'll finish second in the East. It's my guess, second or third in the East. 
losing the, I don't know, Eastern Conference Finals, six games to the Nets. Whoa. <laughs> my, you're, you're, hey, you're hey, this is the first game, guys. I, I, think that, I think that Boston right now is the second best team in the East. I think actually – I actually thought Miami was going to be better than what they've shown the first two games. Miami doesn't look that impressive. Um, you know, they almost blew a lead to the Pelicans when they were up by 20, which is not great to see. Um, but I'm actually with you guys. I, I don't think the Bucks at all look impressive. Giannis looks terrible. Um, no. Even even when he had 35 against the Celtics, like I didn't, he was horrible through three quarters. He just, you know, in the fourth quarter, they actually, you know, he just used his size because the Boston's problem is, they don't have anyone really size-wise to match up with him because they have Tristan probably guarding Lopez or someone else, right? And they don't have um, like you're going to put like J- like Marcus Smart on him. You know, Marcus Smart's awesome, but you know he's six four, right? And yeah. but the one thing I'll take the reason why you guys won't beat Brooklyn is just because Brooklyn's got way too many pieces, and then they also have Katie and Kyrie. Even though I, I know you guys don't like Kyrie and whatever, but yeah, but. Kyrie, Kyrie did look unbelievable um, on Christmas Day. So I guess that, that jumps into like the next segment. Um, so like initial NBA impressions, I would say mine is, I said this earlier on the show, I'm not that impressed with how the NBA looks. Christmas Day's games have not looked, they looked horrible. Every game's a blowout on Christmas Day. And I was like, honestly, pretty shocked by that. I thought there would be better games. I didn't think that, you know, for example, Denver would get blown out by the Clippers or, um, you know, well, I expected the Warriors to be better than what they were. The Warriors look really, really bad through two games. Um, I don't know what is going on there, but they look really bad. Um, they can't guard anyone. So I don't know what your guys' initial NBA impressions are, but I'm not as high on the, how the games have looked as maybe some other people are. I mean, I from what I've heard, like I don't, I don't understand the whole argument of like the teams on the bubble like didn't get as much rest as those that didn't. It's because like it's your job to play. Like I get it, you got two months of rest instead of three like I, I don't I didn't quite get that so I mean like people are saying like that could factor in blah blah blah. I don't know I think it's just like there's so many off-season trades every or moves every single year like everyone needs to like find chemistry like find their chemistry I like like the Warriors right I got like six new players and like four rookies so I mean isn't James I think James Wiseman is starting for them as a rookie um and so he didn't really get much preseason. He didn't get much college play either. So, like, I, I feel like most teams, one, there are, there are a lot of off-season moves and everyone's just trying to figure each other out. Or two, everyone's just so young in the NBA now that, like, are playing that they need to be able to, like, figure out how to play with one another. Um, I don't know. But I, but I agree. I would – there just hasn't been, like, any defense played whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I would just agree with Dan. I think that there was just a lot of off-season moves and teams are, like, adjusting to who they have and what their their new roles are on teams. I think that the most impressive thing to me was just how fast Brooklyn figured all of that out, and they're just so nasty this year. Like, I don't see a team other than the Lakers and maybe the Clippers with how they've been playing and Paul George has been playing, but I don't see another team that could – compete with them like at all other than the Lakers and the Clippers they were they just look so good Kyrie looks so good um and KD looks amazing and then their bench is like 
just people that would start on any other team in the NBA. Like you're telling so me, deep. you're telling me Lavert is coming off the bench. Like he scored 30 points a game last year, and he's just coming off the bench casually. Um, so they just they looked great. Um, they're definitely the team to beat this year, I think. But well, obviously the defending champs, the Lakers, are the team to beat. But they're the Nets will probably be the ones facing them in the in the championship. So. It's just it's crazy to think that KD's missed what eighteen months and is still the best offensive player of all time and just does what he wants when he like you can't do anything. Like I was on I was on Instagram the other day and I saw that old interview of Pat Bev and Lou Williams talking about like trying to guard KD, and they were just like, "You think we didn't try? He's just good. Like, you can't <laughs> do anything. You can't do anything to guard him." Yeah, it also impressed me that, like, every time he like, was on Tatum, playing one-on-one defense against Tatum, like, he's also such an underrated defender. He was completely strapping Tatum up. Like, Tatum was only scoring when he got, like, a pick and somebody switched on to him. Other than that, Katie was locking him up. So, I think he's yeah. also an under – I think people, like, always just call him a scorer, but he's also just an amazing bas- – he's one of the best basketball players of all time, not just scorers, like – like everything about his game is very impressive. So it's it's crazy that someone that large, like oh, he's like seven one, as a three, a two, three, something like that. It's ridiculous to think, but yeah. yeah, I think I think with KD too. What's what's impressed me, I think actually more. I knew his offensive game was going to be fine, even if he wasn't as healthy as he looks now, because. He can shoot it so well, and he's so long, right? Like, he would just get a shot, no problem. But the big thing for me is defensively, because, you know, with the Warriors, he was, you know, a really good defender, great shot blocker, printer defender for them. That's what allowed them to go that small ball lineup that worked for two years when he was there, right? They can put him at, like, the four or the five, and, you know, it worked out well because he's so athletic and long that he could guard, you know, any position. But, yeah, I was surprised how well he put on Tatum, too, because, you know, Tatum – especially in the mid-range. I mean, Tatum is one of the better mid-range scorers, I even think, right now in the NBA, just because of his ability just to, like, you know, use his, his length, his size, his skill in the mid-post area. I mean, using, you know, his fadeaways are just, like, you know, really deadly, and it's his footwork. And the fact that KD's length could just bother his shot so much was, again, especially off an Achilles injury, that's impressive to me. But I think a team, actually, I want to talk about, too, is, like, you, you we kind of touched on it, but you know, obviously, I've been a one who I think the Clippers are incredibly overrated. I thought that last year, but so far they look good. Um, I actually am impressed with Paul what Paul George has done. Um, I don't know what you guys are thinking about the Clippers, but I think that's I, I'm more impressed. Like obviously, Paul George is playing great, but I like Batum and what have and what Serge Ibaka have brought compared literally than last year because I think Batum's a guy that. You can put it at the four, you can put it in any position, and he's like, you know, he can switch. And same thing with Ibaka, and Ibaka can stretch the floor, unlike what Harold can do. Um, so I don't know what you guys are thinking about the Clippers, too. I thought that they would be a lot worse. I'm like a huge Montrezl Harrell fan. Um, I love the way he plays. Like that, I like gritty basketball. Like him, Marcus Smart, Pat Bev. I like love those types of players. Um, I didn't think that adding Batum was like, early 30s, mid 30s, and Ibaka, who's also early 30s, mid 30s. I didn't think that they would do anything all that ridiculous, like outstanding. And they've definitely been, like, they've definitely 
as you like touched on, like the tomb can play one through four, two through five, something like that. Um, Ibaka can stretch the floor a little bit. I, I was, I was, I was impressed. And I also thought like all the, um, like slander on Paul George being like, yeah, he, he cracks under pressure. Like he can't play under pressure, all that sort of stuff. I get, but now he's just kind of coming back with the fire, which is good. The Clippers. Yeah, I mean, we'll see in the playoffs, though. <laughs> but, but I mean, he's definitely coming back with a vengeance. Like, I think Paul George just heard all the crap and and blocked it out and just was like, I'm gonna come back ridiculous next season. And and so far, that's what he's done. We'll we'll wait and see if uh, playoff Paul comes back and it's just a different guy. But but right now he looks good, um, and I think that the Clippers look good. Um, I really like. I really liked all the moves that they made and, and the way that they're playing. I just think that it's too – it's still a little bit too early to judge teams because, like, I don't know, there's a lot of variables playing into why teams might have bad games other than the – I think the Bucks suck and I think that Golden State sucks. And I think that that's going to be a trend throughout the year. Uh, I think people just figure out how to guard Giannis. But I think that the Clippers right now look good. Yeah, like going on that, like Sacramento's two and zero right now. So you know it is a little too early, but yeah. I think one thing since I'm gonna go back since you guys are Boston guys, right? Um, you know we're gonna talk about the good old New England Patriots and Tom Brady saga. I wanted to break down. So I have two questions within that. One, um, so I'm gonna take the side that I think Belichick actually did a good job with the roster ahead of him. Like getting them to actually you know get six wins is pretty impressive. I do think it was a bad job by the fact that they didn't get enough pieces. I, I you know, and the fact that Camden looks so poor. Um, but I wanted to hear from you guys since you guys, you know, watch more Pats games than I did because I'm more of a Giants fan. But uh, just give me like, you know, what were your big reasons why the Pats missed the playoffs for the first time in God knows forever? I mean, COVID-19, like <laughs> it's a fluke here. It's not, it's nothing to be yeah. too concerned about, but um I think we definitely could have had a little bit more pieces to work with this year. Um, I think that the coaching staff still did a good job, like, um, competing in, in games. But, but yeah, I mean, it is a fake year. It's whatever. There's You got guys missing games because of COVID. Cam never got into rhythm. He had to, he, uh, yeah. you know. We were missing, like, two of our pro bowlers or three of our pro bowlers on defense because they didn't want to play because of COVID. And then Cam Newton was throwing to traffic cones as wide receivers. Like, he, he, there was nothing that he could do at all. Like, I like – I don't know. I like Jacoby Myers. He's pretty good. Everyone else isn't all that great um, in comparison to, like, the DBs and the corners in, in, the, in the NFL and in comparison to the other wide receivers. Um, I also think like a huge problem was like Cam Newton never, as Will said, like never got in the swing of things after he got coronavirus, and like he the reads that he was making, like all the all the reporters and like the the play by play guys, like they were just saying like, and you saw it, he would go through all of his options, then focus on the checkdown, and they just throw to the checkdown without looking back at the options. Like it would be like he was so tunnel vision, like he would never. It, it seemed like when I would watch the pass games, he would just throw to the check down. And sometimes that pass to the check down was like a bad pass too. So like my, I would have rather him try to like force something in to, I don't know. Yeah. Jacoby Myers coming across the field, 
try and see if he can make a play rather than just checking it down to like anybody and getting like three, four yards on every single play. Um, but we like there were no weapons. Like we we had no. It was a JV football team, and I feel like the coaching staff did as best they could. And I think I was actually impressed with the way that Cam Newton played. Like yeah, he didn't play well by any means. He also didn't play all that poorly. Yeah, I think everybody's hating on Cam Newton a little bit yeah. too much. Like his, he had such a narrow, like line of success in like the second he messed up it was like such a big mess up because he had to do everything perfect for us to win because he was playing with a lineup that just didn't have the pieces that he needed it was like that yeah. one game when he literally carried us to a victory and then fumbled on the 10 yard line because he was holding the ball with <laughs> one hand like everybody was like talking about how great cam newton was and then he fumbled which like you can't do given like you can't do that but and then everybody was like, wow, Cam Newton sucks. He's like the worst ever. Even though he, we, we would not have even been close to being in that game if he hadn't carried us throughout the entire game. So, I mean, I just think that we didn't have the pieces. Some, a, there's an asterisk next to the Super Bowl. Um, it's all right. We'll be back next year. See, I can't let you off that easy. Um <laughs> See that, that, that there's a little bit of excuses that I mean I I agree with with some of the stuff right I agree that Cam Newton got a little too much hate, but that's what guys in like the media do right when they like see someone who's a star not play well they jump to a huge conclusion. Um, my, my I'm gonna blame you know because I know Belichick has some sway in, in who they can get. I know the like it, it's more the management I'm gonna blame for the season. And I again you know you have to as a Pats fan you got to go in and say like look you know. We are Cam Newton wasn't good this year, right? Um, I'm, you know, hopefully he can get it together, maybe not, right? But you know, I'm looking at Cam Newton, and I was kind of like, he didn't perform his best. Now you can say that's COVID, whatever, right? But um, Cam Newton's never been like a super accurate passer either, right? And you know, he, you know, also the fact that he wasn't really running as much as like or as effectively as he did in Carolina, maybe due to COVID, I don't know, right? But like based on what I saw, he just didn't have an effective season, right? Um, you know, Jared Stidham, I don't think is your future. Let's be honest there. Mm-hmm. Like my, my problem, right, is like, I think you can, you know, you have to find a quarterback um, that I think fits Belichick's system. I don't think Cam fits his system. I don't. And that's just where I went. I knew it was going to be, it, it was, I thought you guys could be better than six and whatever, or seven and nine, hopefully you finish seven and nine. I don't know. But um, I, I don't know. But based on like just the personnel, I just thought that like, you know, you guys would have to be a really good run the football team, which some games you guys were, some games you weren't. And then when you went against the better team, some, sometimes um, if you weren't at home, you guys just couldn't score. And it was, you know, let, let's take an example, like Los Angeles Rams, right? You guys couldn't score. Um, even against Baltimore, when you won that game, that's more because Lamar just is not a great passer of the football, right? Like, you know, you guys have a, a pretty good defense, but I think it's offensively, you just got, you know, management's got to be blamed very heavily for what happened there. And, you know, I, I know Belichick has some sway in management. So, you know, that's where I want to lead into the next question is, do you think that Brady this year has proved that it's more that Tom Brady made the system or that Belichick, I'm going to go aside that it was both. I've always said that from flat out Belichick's the greatest coach to ever live. I will always go down by saying that whether if I like him or not. And uh, Tom Brady's the greatest QB to ever play, right? So he's going to be fine wherever, right? But there are people that say that, you know, Brady 
um, you know, because they're getting all crazy because they won, like, you know, against the Falcons and the Lions. They're like, oh, Tom Brady's, you know, unreal. And, you know, they're going to win the like, Super Bowl now. And I'm like, no, they're not. Um, but I wanted to hear what you guys think about that whole saga. Like, you know, do you think that Brady did prove that? Or do you think, like me, it was a, it was a mixture of both? And Brady's just, you know, that great that he can, you know, go to another system and figure it out. I, think I mean, it's Brady's good. like Brady. Yeah, Brady's a good quarterback, and now like uh, like Brady's a good quarterback, and on the Bucks he has so many pieces, like so many pieces. If we if the Pats had half of the pieces that the Bucks do, I really didn't don't see any Super Bowl that we wouldn't have won. Um, yeah, it's very much both. Like you can't you can't have like a successful quarterback with without a good coach, and I feel like the coach really helped they like complimented one another really well yeah I mean I love Tom Brady so I think that it was both I think Tom Brady's just a great quarterback so if you throw him onto a good team the team isn't gonna get worse for sure like they're gonna be better um but having said that um I think that if you give Bill Belich if like Tampa Bay got Bill Belichick instead of Brady with the pieces that they have I think that they would be a Super Bowl team, and I think that they're not going to be a Super Bowl team this year with Brady. So, having said that, I think they both play a factor, but, I mean, I, I still think Bill Belichick plays maybe, like, a tiny bit more of a factor in that. Like, you th well, maybe if you throw Tom Brady in his prime on this Tampa Bay team, they're a Super Bowl team, no doubt. So, I guess coaches don't really have a prime. They just keep getting better. So, I don't know. I think that there's a little bit of both, but for some reason, and I think it's just because I'm still a Pats fan and I still want the Pats to be great, I, I lean towards like Bill Belichick having a little bit more of an influence um, on at least his team's winning. But you need a guy like Brady on the team for them to win. So, given the pieces that we had, yeah, continue that. Given the pieces that we had this year, I'm kind of shocked that we did finish or we could possibly finish seven and nine. Like we, we really had nobody. We didn't have a defense. Our defense was completely dismantled because people just didn't come back because of COVID. And then our offense, we, I mean, I think there was a couple games where we had two wide receivers on the lineup. So, I mean, on the roster. So I, I really, like given the uh, Tampa Bay's roster and like their depth chart, if that was, at all what Bill Belichick had to work with like you know he would have an un like several undefeated seasons just because you can't like Brady's a great quarterback and Bill Belichick knows how to use Brady as a quarterback yeah the next thing I want to break down so let's look at just like the entire AFC picture right so obviously everyone looks at the Chiefs as, as I do as the best team in football um, I look at the Bills as the second best team um, in the AFC, probably second best team in football right now. Because um, I think Josh Allen has, he's really the key for that team, right? I, could, I think that if Josh Allen plays like he's playing now, they have a chance. But, you know, they, you know, again, it depends on him. Because, again, he has had, you know, instances of not being super accurate at times. Um, even this year, even with his, you know, great season, he had a stretch early in the season where he wasn't super accurate and making some mistakes when they lost games. Um, I think the Browns are a good football team. They actually have proven me, um, proven a lot more to me than I thought originally. Um, I think that the Steelers, um, I thought were good until 
you know, obviously recently, um, I, I think they're not even a top 10 football team anymore. Um, I think they're just, they're just not, they're not garbage. They're just garbage. Um, and I know some Pittsburgh fans are not going to be happy to hear that, but I don't really care. Um, they are, they are garbage. Um, they rely on big Ben too much and he's turnover prone at times. He's almost 40 years old and, you know, his arm's not what it, what it once was. So you're asking that guy to throw the ball 50 times a game. It's just not going to work. Um, but you know, and I'm talking about more Super Bowl stuff. I think that the chiefs are going to get there and in the NFC, I think it's going to be the saints. Um, interesting enough, people are going to probably say, well, what about the Packers? I think the Packers defense isn't good enough, um, at all. I think the Packers defense will get exposed today against Derrick Henry. Um, absolutely. They can't stop any run, um, at all. So like, that's just their problem, even though they can score 40 points, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy just to do that every game. So with that whole thing in mind, let's, you know, you guys can, you know, take it any way you want, but I was, you know, kind of thinking about what are your thoughts kind of on how the AFC and NFC are shaking up? You know, let's say, who are your Super Bowl contenders? Who are some dark horses, like based on what you've seen so far? I think the Steelers and the Bills are both fake football teams. Um, their record, like, doesn't, uh, from what I've seen, their record doesn't, um, reflect how good or bad they are as a, as a, like, as a football program. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to get there. I'm also, I love the Titans. And did you just call the I, Bills a fake football team this year? <laughs> I did, yeah. Not as much I'm just as gonna the I'm going to skip right over that. Not as much as the Steelers, but, yeah, I do think that they are a fake football team. How? I, they're, the games that they have played, like, if you look at their, their schedule, they didn't really play anybody. They played the Jets. Like, like, yeah, I get it. They played. They lost to the Chiefs as they should. They. I'm looking at their um, schedule now. They beat the Steelers because the Steelers are a fake football team. Like the Steelers are. They are nowhere near 11 and three good. Um, like they just they had close games against the Dolphins and Rams who. Teams I also don't find to be that fantastic of teams. Yeah, like the record. Pretty good this year. So are the Rams. Yeah, but the Rams. I mean, the Rams also lost to the Jets. He's gonna gloss over the fact that they beat Seattle, forty-four thirty-four. He's gonna gloss over. Yeah. Did he? Did he skip over Seattle? (laughs) Yeah, one hundred percent did. I, I'm just. I, I don't think that the Bills have any chance. I think the if the Browns or the Chiefs face the Bills, there's no way that the Bills win. I like the Browns. I think the Browns are a really complete football team this year, and it's kind of shown it. You and I like the Titans. Mayfield? I just love Derek, Derek Henry. I love Baker Mayfield. He's not a good quarterback, but he's doing what he can, and he's actually playing pretty well. Yeah, no, because my, my problem with the, the Browns is this. If their run game, you know, it's top of the – them and the Titans are top in the NFL, right, because Derek Henry's a monster and everything like that. But the Browns have, you know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are phenomenal. But the problem is, you know, I, I was saying this, you know, because obviously, look, the, the, I thought the Giants had a chance to make the playoffs. So obviously, now that looks, you know, no way it's going to happen. But, you know, the one thing I was saying is if you stop their run game, you know, I'm not, I don't trust Baker to beat you. Even though he has done really well the last couple of weeks, I just don't trust him on the road against like the Chiefs, the Bills, um, even the Titans. Even though he has done that before, he went to the t- Tennessee and won. I just don't, I just don't trust him to do it, you know, in the playoffs. I just don't. Um, but Will, sorry, I should have let you go. But uh, what uh, no, no, no problem. 
Um, so I like the same teams you do. I like the Chiefs and I like the Saints to to be in the Super Bowl. Um, and then I think the Chiefs are gonna win. Um, my dark horses is I I actually really like the Bills. Like I I, I don't think I could see them. I think that it's pretty much set in stone that the Super Bowl is going to be Chiefs versus Saints, to be honest. But um, I I do like the Bills and I like Seattle. Um, but I like those are my two picks. Like I wouldn't I would not put money on anybody else to to be in the Super Bowl other than those two. Um, I think that they're just they have more than an inch above the rest of the competition. So. Do you I think like, Miami I, or uh, sorry? Do you think Miami or Baltimore? Like, who do you think is getting the final playoff spot between those two? I think it's going to be Baltimore. I hope Miami, but I think Baltimore. But I hope Miami. Agreed. I don't. I honestly, I think Drew Brees. Uh, from what from what like the the Saints games that I've watched, and I've, I've for whatever reason watched a decent amount of them. Um, they're like, yeah, he's really good. Some of his throws have been awful. Like so bad. He, he has started games super poorly, and there are some games where like are you he cannot about specifically though, because like I no, <clears throat> not even just like specifically that game. He's like there are just some times where he'll the throws that he makes are just kind of egregious. So I'm I'm leaning more toward I think it's going to be Chiefs Packers or Chiefs Seahawks. Mm. Chiefs who? Who was the second one? Seahawks. Seahawks. Explain to the Seahawks, because, I mean, the Seahawks lost to the Giants. So, I mean, just explain to me why you think the Seahawks, because I, I think they have the talent, but my problem is that, again, their defense just can't stop anyone, really, even though they have been better recently against the Rams. I think, yeah, but, I think they just got the momentum. Um, I love Russell Wilson, so I'm just kind of hoping that he does well, which is why I say the Seahawks. Genuinely, I think it's going to be the Packers. Um, just, uh, they're just so deep. Now that they have a run game too, and the defense isn't garbage, um, yeah. Well, you got anything or not? Not really. I, I would just like. Do you guys think anybody can take down the Chiefs? Do you think anybody takes the Chiefs spot, or is it just locked? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lock. Yeah, because the Chiefs haven't even played that well the last couple of weeks. Let, let, let's look at you know Miami. Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions. They still scored thirty three points and won the game, no problem. Like yeah, like, like that was a close game, but no one really was sitting there like yeah, they're gonna lose that game. Like even against New Orleans, no one was sitting there like yeah, yeah, they're gonna lose this game today during the game. It's just because yeah. I think that they they've been there before because they were you know down big to the 49ers last year in the Super Bowl and actually and look, let's look at their life you know their two playoff games against Houston and Tennessee last year down big and you know they don't panic because Patrick Mahomes I mean you know look he's got you know an array of unbelievable weapons around him right I you know I I'm, I'm the one guy who'll admit that obviously but he's also just so good that he can you know so and, and Andy Reid is so good as a coach that they can they don't ever really panic if they're, they know they can score. They're like, all right, we're down 17, nothing. Yeah, no problem. We're, we're going to win this game anyway, because they know that like, yeah, like people can look at like, you know, the Buccaneers coming back from 17, nothing against the Falcons. They're like, Oh, look, you know, you know they, they can do it too. But to be honest, the difference between like Kansas city and everyone else is just the, the their level of like, they're not even playing with some high level of urgency and they're just still winning games. No problem. So um, they're going to end They're, they're going to end the season like 15 and one. And I think, you know, get to the Super Bowl and whatever, but, um, I was I was wondering actually the last thing. Speaking of football, 
you guys, you guys know the college football playoff is coming up soon. The, you know, the, I was wondering, you know, how you got, who, who you feel is going to win that. I mean, I know it's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, I'm going to go Alabama, obviously, but um, I think, I think Clemson could give them a game if Clemson guys by Ohio State, but um, Alabama just looks ridiculous at this point offensively. But I think if Ohio State beats Clemson, Ohio State will not have any chance. But I think if Clemson wins, Clemson has a chance. But that's just how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I've been a I've been a Notre Dame fan since I was really young for college football. So I'm just gonna say Notre Dame and and try and speak it into existence. Um, I love I love Notre Dame and I love seeing them back in the college football playoffs. So I'm excited to watch that. It's gonna be fun. I I think it. I'm also in one of my a couple of my buddies play for Notre Dame, so I like want them to do well. So it's it's Bama or Notre Dame. I also don't think that Ohio State should have been in the college football playoffs. I mean, they played four games, six games, something like that. Like, if you win your six games, cool, awesome, great. Everyone else played, what, 10, 11? It's like playing half the season and still, like, getting a participation trophy, even though you didn't participate. It's bigger yeah, than a participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs> yeah, much bigger. <laughs> so I don't, I don't agree with Ohio State even being in – the college football playoff um so i really hope they get absolutely blown out um yeah so it's either, i think I, I don't know i also don't have all that much confidence in who would you put there instead no idea i, I have zero idea i would I put just, texas a&m honestly texas a&m has only had one loss sure. to alabama and they were 10 and one fifth best team in the country let's yeah. go texas a&m um, I just don't think like a good option there, to be honest. I, I just I, like I, I haven't watched like a, a huge amount of college football this year, but just knowing the fact that Ohio State has played half of the games that other football teams have and still made the college football playoffs is uh, egregious. I was, I was just thinking about this now. Um, if <laughs> If the, if the Jets don't get the number one pick, I was thinking about this. you think that they should draft Justin Fields or go with Sam Darnold? I'm, I'm actually interested in hearing what you guys think about this. I actually don't think Sam Darnold is that bad. Like, he's not good, but he's not, like, awful. They just he, – he has no one to throw to. Like, the defense is garbage, and he has no one to throw to. It's a, they, they, they are a JV football team. A JV high school football team in the NFL. Yeah, no, I, I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would trade for the first pick or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think I'd take Justin Fields. I don't think Sam Darnold's good. He's not. He's not a winning NFL quarterback, and maybe he's not that bad. But I think he's not a winning NFL quarterback. So you, you get rid of him, um, and next guy up. So. <laughs> I guess you go Justin Fields. I think that it's ridiculous if they don't get the first pick. <laughs> like, I think it's so funny. I think it's so funny, yeah, it's so it, funny it, that them so winning, them winning. It would really suck to be a Jets fan. They're not going to be good for a while, like a long time. So, and they haven't been good for since like 2007. It would also suck to get drafted by the Jets. <laughs> we'll make a bag, uh, but yeah. yeah. Um. Who do you who do you think deserves the Heisman? And if we can run a uh, full you know blitz at the quarterback and lost the game on a touchdown, they were bad. 
to the Raiders. I, the Raiders are like not that good. They were they were six I don't know where you start. Yeah, they're six and they're six and four, and they were they're one and four in their last five games. So that just shows you, um, you know, why I think John Gruden is maybe not as good of a coach as people claim he is. Um, they beat the Chiefs. They did beat the Chiefs, but you know, again, they're an early. They're really good. Like this is actually it's funny. It's this is how John Gruden's teams usually are. They're really good early part of the season. Um, usually, like I looked at his winning percentage. He's like over five hundred in like September and October. Then once the then like December he has like a two hundred winning percentage. Wow. So, yeah, like and um, so he's his team. I don't know because usually, you know, teams get better as the year gets on if they're like a younger team or whatever. And like you know, look at Miami for example, right? Miami got better as the year got on. Now they're like in playoff contention, right? Because Brian Flores, you know, obviously an ex-Patriots guy, you know. He, he's actually one of the few ex-Patriots guys that's done actually a really good job, ironically enough. Like, Matt Patricia was awful. Um, Josh McDaniels wasn't that good um, before he became the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, you know, I'm actually happy for Brian Flores. Like, his team's really good defensively, and they don't make a lot of mistakes. I hope they make the playoffs too, but I just don't think they will. But, uh, yeah, I mean, unless, unless you guys have anything else, I mean, I think I'm just going to wrap it up here. Sounds good. Well, I'm guys, thank you, thank you for coming on. This was a fun discussion. Um you know, glad that we got to do this. And um, yeah, um, th th this episode will be on Apple Podcasts for everyone else that's watching this. There'll be a clip on YouTube and also on Spotify too. So thank you guys for joining the show.